Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. The Lord is my light and my salvation. I've been repeating some of the prayers that Sharon and Dan and others have prayed for me. And one of them, my first time in all my years in church houses, I took the verse from Romans 8. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, it will quicken your mortal body. What I pray several times a day is I say, Lord, quicken my mortal body. I say it where I can hear it. Lord, yeah, quicken my mortal body. And uh, just, just a hint. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom? You could put in what? (laughs) What or whom shall I fear? Uh, Besides everything, right? I mean, no. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I apologize in advance. Homiletics. I I told Brenda Holbrook I probably get a D. But if you read my heart, I should get a B plus. So everything goes back to high school. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not. Say that. Fear not. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. After the battle with five kings, rescuing his nephew, you put the name of the most precious person to you, regardless of how distant they are. And you see them rescued, as Carl talked about. You come back and you exhale... And the Lord came to him and said, Fear not, we're still on plan. I love that. I am thy shield. I am thy exceeding great reward. And in that chapter he said, You're going to be the father of thousands and thousands. And able to count. Fear. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go, do as you have said, but... Make a small cake from it first. Do not fear. Bring what you have left over to me. Do not fear. And after, make some for you and your son. Do not fear. The Lord says the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor the jar of oil run dry until the Lord sends rain. Joshua 1 9. Be of good courage. Do not be afraid. God says to Joshua, so many different occasions, circumstances in our life when we are afraid. Primary, physically, family, vocationally, Grace talked about globally. I bet you a prayer request today in the afternoon at this house, they'll be praying for Ukraine. If I was on the other end of their prayers, I would not want to be Putin. 
Um, but Joshua lost everything he ever looked at. He only looked at Moses. Moses was his hero. Moses was, you know, uh, the man. He stayed on the mountain when Moses came down. From a young man, now to a seasoned, ready to take over uh, follower. Now Moses is gone. God has to infuse us with courage, take away our fear. When we become afraid, when we've lost what we started with. A parent, a person, a pastor, uh, in your childhood, maybe your favorite minister, maybe a, a grandparent a job, a vocation. And he comes to Joshua, I think, three times. Three times in Joshua 1, it says, be of good courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I'm attached to you, and I'm not going anywhere. If you read chapter 3, in those chapters 2 is uh, going to uh, get it Rahab. But in those first several chapters of Joshua, Joshua takes the courage that God gave him and he goes to his leaders and says, come on, be of good courage. The day before, he was shook. He, was, he, he had lost. And now the word from God has infused him and he's sharing it. In Luke 12, 22 to 32, listen to this a minute. Christ said to his disciples, therefore I say, do not worry, do not fear, do not be afraid about your life. What you will eat and your body, what you will put on. Life is more than food and the body is more than clothing. In other words, I keep getting these things. You go through, you know, you beam up news, Yahoo, whatever you beam up. It has all these advertisements on the uh, Internet. It says, do you have enough? How much does it take to retire? I see. Get thee behind me, Satan. And uh, let me be brisk here. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap. And another thing the ravens never do is they never give to the kingdom. And God feeds them. Now, don't get any ideas. What well, says, look at the ravens. They don't sow or reap. They don't have storehouse or barns, and God feeds them. How much more value are you than birds? Which of you, by worrying, whatever you're fearful about, how can you add one inch to your stature? If you, then, are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They need a toil and their spin, and yet I say, Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. If God so clothed the grass, which today is in the field, and tomorrow the wheat's in the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? Exercise that faith. Get it out there. And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink or have or rent or medical expenses. Don't be afraid of that. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows. That is the game changer. Our Heavenly Father knows that we need these things. So we'll have a few more remedies, but this is one. Seek first the kingdom of God. You've done that today. And all these things shall be added. Would you read 32 with me? Ready? Do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give to all of my life and years in church. 
the access, the tandem of, I would give, I would give to Africa, but I got tires. I would give to Danny Curl's food program in Rhodesia, but school clothes were coming. I would return what is the Lord's tithe, and I know it is, I love him, but we have rent coming. So, so you see, instead of out there, macro, bringing it back where it's local, fear, fear keeps me, fear puts me in the profile of the ravens that don't sow. Which puts me at the mercy of a father that might leave food for them at McDonald's parking lot, but Come on. You ever tired of stale french fries? Yeah. The ravens, they don't sow, they don't reap. Yet God takes care of them. They don't return their tent. I'm not preaching. I'm not speaking. I'm not irritating anybody here because you don't do this. This place does this. Just saying, as a principle, I, I thought about this this last several days because I had a lot of miserable time with myself. No, no, really. Fear... It's not just a matter of, ooh, what's that bump? What about Russia? What about my job? Fear keeps me from being an integrated, active giver. Because I think there won't be enough for me. Wow. Wow. And I don't mean anything personal. I don't want ever, ever anything... I love them so much, but I'm sitting up here short of sticking this towel in my, uh, Teresa and Mike Patterson have lived every week of their adult life. Marching way past the tithe and giving God's kingdom top dollar, top effort. I was gossiping to Charlie and Dennis. And they've been a part of Mike's life since he was a, uh, a teenager. And I said, I'm ever amazed at their stewardship, at their energy, at their giving, even behind the scenes. I mean, yeah. So when, he, when this turns to speak and he speaks about giving and about, you know, um, maybe, you know, he let the Corvette go because... You know, wouldn't have been room for the GMC truck, the you know Corvette, and uh, you know, and, no. you know why? They live opposite the way the ravens live. Camp's coming, boom. A missionary's here today, boom. And. Uh, I'm thankful for I know, I, I know many of you, but I just, as a staffer, I want you to know that. And as a lifetime friend of Mike and Teresa, I wanted to remind Dennis, who was his youth pastor a hundred years ago when Michael was 15. Yeah, I always, yeah, yeah. Not a mistake when you view the blessing of the Lord. You could almost follow people's connections and find out the requests that are not there for finances. 
and say, Woo, they sow, they reap, they give. Yeah, because their name's not here for a minute. A little bit off, but I'm, I, I'm, I speak the truth. 34.4, so I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me from some of my fears. No, delivered me from all of my fears. I apologize, but I, I just, you, 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 your, life, your life is such a testimony. It's a blessing to me. That is an example to me. When I was young. <laughs> okay. All right. This church is full of people that do not live like the ravens live. Fear. When storms happen, we can do nothing to stop. We might have time to read from the Gospels. Fear. When we have more month left than money. When we have more month left than money. Can you imagine Elijah saying, everything you said is real good. She said, I got enough left to feed my son and I, and then we perish. Oh, he said, doesn't this sound like a preacher? (laughs) Just teasing. He said, do what you said you're going to do, but when you get done preparing, would that have been the the last tenth? Maybe she didn't, he wasn't there for the first tenth. So that might have been the last tent. Men like Michael and my father-in-law, John Maul and and, uh, uh, maybe I'm emotional today. Tad Tad medicated with albuterol. But the thousands upon thousands of Africans that Garden Valley has fed Pastor Jim Patterson. What? Your kid, a thriving congregation. What? They gave, they gave 60,000 just this year? Are you kidding me? To make a what? Fear when we have more month left than money. And Elijah says, listen, we're not going to be ravens. Till now, God's taking care of you. But you bake what you have left and give it to me. Is that amazing? Do not fear. Do as I have said. But make me a small cake first. Bring it to me and make some for you and your son. The Lord says the bin of flour shall not be used up. Nor the jar of oil run dry until the Lord sends. Well, I'm going to go back. Fear when storms happen that we can do nothing to stop. Yeah. And I was committed not to mention COVID today, and I haven't. We can do, we can do nothing to stop. Nothing to stop. Nothing to stop. Most congregations were ravaged by this. Little old homes and families and dividing, like politics only, on overdrive. Fear when we are unsure of where God is leading our life. Thank you, Mike. I put in 
when storms happened, we knew nothing about. That reference is Mark 4. Fear when we are unsure of where God is leading our life. For that I put in Abraham. I believe I put in Abraham. Fear when we have done something wrong. Let me just nestle here for just a couple of minutes. Fear when we have done something wrong. Did I say nothing? No. Listen to me. Fear. Fear when I have done something wrong. One of the most incredible joy and blessings is to be on the highway and watch a state trooper pass you. And one of the most terrifying is to see a car following you quite closely at night and then suddenly it lights up like a Christmas tree. And uh, as I've said sometimes to a small group of people, wow, uh, somebody from the government wanted to have a little fellowship and chat with me. Uh, I was thinking about Genesis 3. Think back to where, I mean, you know, talk about all this, Ancestry.com, all this. Here is Adam and Eve. They eat, and what do they do? They hide. Hide. And they didn't, they didn't uh, watch a program. They didn't go to a psychologist. I mean, Mankind was just a few days old, and they take off. Uh, I, I think fear puts me at distance from God, and faith brings me close to God. And God converses with him, and, and uh, God says, who told you that you were naked? And here's my verse for today's passage. I was afraid. I was afraid. I was afraid. Who taught him fear? It's there, isn't it? It's there. It's there. Now, it's, 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 not, it's not in Christina's girls, but I've seen other children. When they would get into something that wasn't theirs. Oh, no, I'm, talking, I'm thinking Remy right now. Remy and Willow, I'll throw them all in, not Kinsey. And they take off and hide, close the door. Why? Didn't have to be taught. Didn't have to go through a whole session. Just when you do something wrong, the Holy Spirit's going to check you. No. Fear when we have done something wrong. Today, I want to remind, remind you wonderful brothers and sisters that everything in my history up until this day, 1135, no matter what, I say thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus, for taking it all away. Thank you for removing every transgression. Thank you for taking away everything wrong. And then at 11.36, I start with a fresh slate. Now, to commit myself as a growing disciple, follower of Jesus, to say, I'm not going to run. I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be afraid. 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? No one. Joseph said to his brothers, do not be afraid. Talk about doing something wrong. Talk about doing something wrong. Joseph's brothers, he said, do not be afraid. Joseph said, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. So then look at, do not be afraid. Genesis 50. Do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. He reassured them and spoke kindly to them. I'm going to pass over. We often read the ones on the storm. Remedies when we're fearful. Stay with Christ's followers. We all know when we do what's shady, wrong, sinful, its strong tendency is to lead us away from fellowship. Number two, keep reading God's word. Grace has the chronological and um, just came through reading the Job. Several mornings she would read and I'd say, jump to the one year. Jump into the Gospels. I know Job and his buddies, they can go on Oprah all they want. But for today, go to the, go to the, go to the Gospels. And, you know, the one year has the Old Testament and the New Testament. Say, say read some back-to-back Gospels for me. Keep reading God's word. When it says, ouch, thank God for the anesthetic of forgiveness. Thank God we can receive this cleansing. Amen? Okay. When we're fearful, I want I to I I I I stay with Christ's followers. When I'm fearful, I want to keep reading God's word. When I'm fearful, I want to position myself to hear and receive a spirit-breathed word. Rhema, spirit-breathed. Spirit-breathed. Logos, glorious. Spirit breathes, Rama. I, I think a good anecdote. When I'm afraid, I I like to meditate with songs of praise on past victories, and with all the different channels, uh, the programming, which is is anyone's flavor, and that's fine. It's so difficult to land on good, 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 good gospel music. I come across Joseph Francis, and I thought, oh, good, Joseph, bring it on. I like to listen to Joseph Prince. When I'm afraid and the storm, water's coming in the boat, wake Christ up. A recent speaker said, pray without ceasing. We remember her. She's back now, Pastor Sholly. She's, she's back as of this day in uh, Zambia. Though he never slumbers or sleeps, wake him up. All right. A combo. Let's stand. Remedy. Stay with Christ's followers. Keep reading God's word. God's breathed word, rhema. Memories, the times where his assurance came and dispelled my fears. And his presence, Mark 4.35, his presence with me. Amen. Amen. Seventh grade, I would go to Greyhound, catch a bus in Ventura. It would take me to Satakoy. It would go as far as it could, then I would walk to our meatpacking plant, work with my father till 8 o'clock and come back. I've said this several times. And even in the uh, springtime, 4 or 5 o'clock, the sun was you know, still light. One day, I got on the bus in Ventura to work with my father till 8, 8.30 at night. And I fell asleep on the Greyhound. When I woke up, everything was dark. And what has happened? jumped out of my chair, went, 
probably asked the first person I saw, but I went to the driver says, where are we? He said, we are in Fillmore. I said, Fillmore? I was supposed to get up in Santa Coy. And so it was kind of like, you know, like a Union 76 station where you stopped in Fillmore. So I got off there and looked around, and I was thinking overnight, I must have had a dime in my pocket or borrowed one to call. Wouldn't my father be in tears? Where's my boy? You know? <laughs> and I was in tears. Where's my father? So I dialed my dad. He answered the phone and probably told him, you know, I stayed on the bus. And what he said to me teaches me about my Heavenly Father. He said, stay right where you are. Stay right where you are. I'm going to come get you. Don't move. You know, maybe you go inside if it's cold. Inside, maybe they'll let you, you know, go inside the gas station office. But stay right where you are. I'm on my way. I think sometimes when I've overshot the runway, not like that, that wasn't on purpose, and my heart filled with fear when I call on Jesus. He says, stay right there. Stay right there. I'm bringing the tow truck. I'm coming to get you. Quickly come, Pastor Jim and Michael, get you a, a mic and close this out this morning. You're a precious, esteemed man of God. Close this out. Not about me today, but it's about any fear, any anxiety in your heart that God will just come up, come up here and stand and pray for this flock, Jim. We love you. And close this out, and then we're, we're off. Hallelujah. Father, once again, my dear friend Larry has blessed us with truth. A word that will stand the test of time. Because we'll have this battle with fear now and then and again. And I thank you for your truth. Your word is like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces. And we are grateful today that we could hear and literally be transported to so many experiences in our brother's life. Our experiences, each and every one, may differ in this room, but they mold and shape our outlook and our character. And we are grateful, Father. I pray your blessing on my friend. You continue to strengthen him, restore him, clear out these lungs and draw each and every one of the things that got to go. Get them out and let a refreshing come upon him. Let a Holy Ghost refreshing visit and let all of the systems clear up in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. You are faithful that promise, because Larry is staying right here. <laughs> oh, what a word. Thank you, Father. Today we want to pray, Lord, not only for the Ukraines, but for the culture that we are in right now, fought, in, fought and caught in such a battle. And we pray, Lord, that by your spirit, you will move in every heart, every home and bring unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. 
That's where the blessing is. You told us that. For there the Lord commanded the blessing. Life forevermore. And I pray that for each and every one of our homes. And that uh, no matter who we're rooting for today, the does or the bucks, we pray, oh God, that you would be glorified in our life. That there would be a victory and a joy because you overcame the world. And we can overcome through you, no matter what the challenge. I want to just ask, just with a show of hands, who's got a challenge you're facing this week? Got some challenges all across the room. Keep the hand up. Lord, you see our hand, you see our hearts. And we thank you, Father, that you are the one who breaks every chain. You're the one that brings victory. You are the one to whom we look to. And we will keep our eyes upon you. We will stay in the word. We will walk with Christ followers. And the anointing of the Lord that gives us a rima word will remind us of past experiences and victories that we've, we've all been partaker with. Jesus, draw us close and bless Bless our loved ones next to us on the left and on the right. I'm so grateful to be back and and able to visit. We thank you, Father. And I just pray your glory be revealed in and through us. And in the midst of all the afternoon activities, help us to be peacemakers. We love you. We worship you. And we give you thanks in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Let me, uh, as you're getting ready to go, let me share with you a note of victory.